right, we're back at it here for another episode of the Farm on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek. And today we're back on episode 114, The Enemy Will Attack at All Corners. So for today's episode, I want to talk specifically to, you know, this idea of the enemy and how the enemy attacks when you are doing something good inside of your life. Now, the reason for me bringing this into our conversation today is to help you bring perspective around, you know, the success that a lot of farmers are having inside their operations today, um, or even tr- you working on building their farm operation. And they're, they're going through the phases, right, of getting, um, getting things built out, building a team, right? Things are, are good that are happening. And the challenges that are going to come with that and the challenges you're going to have spiritually and mentally as you go through this, this process and, and it's going to occur through your entire lifetime. And I want to bring the perspective in here for you to help identify where the attacks are coming from inside of your mind so you can begin to rethink the way you view your operation, the way you view yourself and and to take an investigation process have an investigation process around what is going on around you because here's the thing my friend is that if you aren't prepared if you don't have a way to help you identify where the attacks are coming from it's a matter of time before the enemy comes in takes over and it's going to lead to death like i'm being very serious when i say this leads to death and the reason for this is because the enemy doesn't want you to succeed. For us to, to to diagnose and to get down to the problem today and to help you identify, I need you to first understand, right, what the enemy is and what the enemy does, right? So the enemy is something that is going to come from a, a 360 perspective. It's going to come around you 360, meaning every angle around you, there's going to be an attack coming from the enemy, now, the enemy is going to be something that you may not even recognize as an enemy, but truly that's what it is. Now, an enemy could be, it could be a neighbor. It could be a, um, it could be grain prices. It could be, um, it could be your wife. It could be your friend. It could be anybody around you. It could even be your pickup, right? Those around you. Now, let me explain for a minute what I mean why your wife, why your kids are an attack on you. And the attack comes from wanting to take away your certainty, your trust, right? Think of it for those of you, how many of you have felt the overwhelming joy when market prices go from, you know, uh, four bucks to six bucks or seven bucks, right? That euphoria feeling when market prices are good, you're cash flowing, like you have no worries in the world. How many, how many of you have recognized your certainty go through the roof where you say things and you do things that you never do? This could even happen and show up inside of your intimacy with your wife um, and, and your relationship with your kids. When market prices are really good, guess how different you are around your kids? Like you are going to be more, there's going to be less shame. There's going to be less pain, right? Because your certainty right now is coming from grain prices. Now, guess what happens when grain prices fall from six bucks to three bucks or yeah, four bucks, whatever happens there, and then your cash flow tightens up. How much do you surrender? How much do you decompress as a man? All of a sudden, you're not showing up for your wife. You're not showing up for your kids. You're not showing up doing the work every single day. You're not being responsible to those you are held accountable to. And I want you to consider is that this is an attack 
from the enemy. The enemy wants you to doubt. I need you to understand the whole goal and the purpose of the enemy is to turn your certainty away from God and to get you to doubt his plan and his will inside of your life. That is the whole goal of the enemy. And I need you to understand that the enemy is attacking you every single day and it wants to win the war in your mind. The whole place, the whole the 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 environment and the the location of where the enemy is going to attack is inside of your mind. It wants your thoughts. It wants your mind. And the place for most men is where this is going to show up at is inside of lust, our greed, our passions, right? So money, it's going to go after wanting you to buy that new pickup, that new tractor, right? Well, you know, I, I did really good this year, right? So uh, you, you deserve this. You know, you really deserve that new tractor. You really deserve that new combine. You really deserve to, uh, you know, screw your neighbor on that deal and to, uh, to outbid him 200 bucks or, you know, 100 bucks over on, on, uh, on rent. I want you to consider that that is from the enemy that is getting you to think this way. And for you to counteract this is to recognize what is truly happening. Like where, where is this and, and why am I being attacked? Where is this attack coming from? Who And you need to identify what the attacks are coming from because it's going to come from every angle around you. And if you don't understand why and, and how this affects you, my friend, this is where people get stuck in and never truly see God's work or turn away from their sin, turn away from their problems is because they, they haven't yet won the war on the enemy. And this is a continual thing. This not is not just a one-day quick fix. It's a continual sanctification process of you turning away more and more from the things that the enemy wants you to become part of and turning away to a more godlike character to where you actually surrender yourself and to follow and obey the things that God is leading you towards, which takes time. But first, you have to understand the bad things you are doing as a man, the things that are drawing your attention. The self-seeking pleasures we go after, porn, drinking, right, self-glorification, pride, everything that is drawn to more of a self-image that goes away from God's character and who God truly is, the attributes of God. And I want you to consider that for you to investigate this is you first have to recognize the patterns and the behaviors and to realize and understand that there is a way of thinking that is continually attacking you over and over and over again, right? The temptation to get back into the bottle, that temptation at the end of the day to turn away from your family and your kids to go specifically to TV or social media, right? It's a continual attack that the enemy wants you to keep going back to those things. It wants you to keep turning back to the things that are going to distract you, that are going to make you more frustrated, that are going to make you upset, Because that little short-term burst that you get, that little dopamine hit you get when you do get on porn, when you do have that first drink, I can't tell you how many men I've heard say, you know, um, I don't really have a problem with alcohol, um, but uh, but as soon as I have uh, one or two, like I can't stop. You know how much of a deception you are in when you say you don't have a problem with alcohol. And I get it. Like there's pain behind that. There's a reason why you are going to the bottle. There's a reason why you are drinking, 
but I need you to first understand that there is an attack on your certainty. Because the enemy wants you to doubt. It's seductive. It is very seductive. It says, well, you know what? You've had a really hard day today. You've had a team, you know, that uh, that uh, let you down. This project fell through. Um, that tractor broke down, right? So you you deserve this. You deserve this. You deserve to, you know, go into the bathroom and, and watch porn and, uh, and uh, you know, sedate for a little bit. You deserve this. And all of a sudden now, that activity that you participated in, you're distant from your wife because you're ashamed of it. You don't want to be around your kids because you're frustrated, you're irritated, because you're stuck in this place where you are constantly fighting the enemy over and over and over again, but you're losing the war. And I need you to understand and get this pierced into your mind, the problem, the degree of the problem that this is, and the magnitude that this has on those around you. Because I need you to recognize as a man what this is doing to those around you and the leadership that is not happening because the attacks the enemy wants to have on your certainty. It wants you to doubt. It already knows where you're most vulnerable. It is going to attack where you all where you are already exposed. For an example, those of you that are building your farm operation right now and you are bleeding money and there is, you know, some financial uncertainty, I want you to consider that the attacks and the 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 places that the that the that the enemy is going to attack is where you have that fresh wound. Think about animals. Think about animals out in the wild. Where do the does the infect where does the where where do you start to see the attacks happening on an on an on a wounded animal out in the wild? Right? You have all the, the flies in them and the maggots. Where do they end up at? Where there's a wound, where there's an open exposure, where there's a cut in the flesh. What happens after a period of time? Well, there could be an infection, right? There gets dirt, there gets mud inside of there. And all of a sudden now that wound gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually it gets to the point where it disables the animal and it can even lead to the point of death. This is exactly what the enemy wants to do with you. It wants you to doubt. It wants you to get turned away from God. It wants you to become more dependent on man. It wants you to become dependent on on money. It wants you dependent on something other than God. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. But you see, these conversations aren't happening in your normal environment. And it's not happening in your church. It's not happening with those you're surrounded by with. Like this is just the the facts and the truth. Because there is a level, level of vulnerability you have to have with yourself to admit that you're even in this space And this is everybody, myself included, but it's the continual turning away and to recognize where the attacks are coming from, because it is going to happen day after day after day after day. And if you aren't aware of the attacks, it is, my friend, guaranteed to lead you to death. And this isn't just a physical death, although it can get to that point. It's a spiritual death where you don't want to get out of bed in the morning. You don't want to go out and do the work. You don't want to have a conversation with your kids. You don't want to be intimate with your wife. Why? Because you are under attack and you have been taken by the enemy. 
It's very interesting when you, I read something the other day that, that said the most successful and the most impactful preachers after they have a sermon on Sunday and a really good sermon, they felt like, Hey, they, they had a lot of people, you know, um, say good things about it is that most of the pastors and preachers take Monday off that Monday is because they are under attack the entire day. The entire day. Because guess what? One, they're getting ready for next week already. But the enemy comes in and says, you know what? What you said there, hey, maybe you stumbled a few words. You know where the enemy is going to attack you? Those few words that you screwed up and not the the message that got out there. It doesn't want you to be human. It wants you to feel like and be like you are more human, that you are God. Because when it suggests that, hey, you know what? Yeah, you, you did screw up there. And we will. We will screw up. We will say things that we didn't mean to. We will hurt people when we didn't mean to. We will screw up. And instead of repenting of that and recognizing it, what the enemy is going to do is begin to whisper. And it's just a little suggestion. Hey, did you see what you did there? Hey, did you recognize what you did? Yeah, that, that wasn't good. And all of a sudden, you start to feel guilt and shame and isolated and defeated. And all of a sudden now that doubt gets louder and louder and louder. And you begin to question. You begin to question where you're at. And when you question, that's the whole point of the enemy is to question your own state of being. Does God really want me here? Did God really do this? You know where this came from? Do you recognize what happened? Do you, do you, are you recognizing right now, my friend, where you start to see this? In the beginning, with Adam and Eve. When Satan came in and said to Eve, Hey, did God really tell you not to eat of that fruit? Surely you won't die. Surely you'll, 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 uh, you'll be okay. That temptation. That's the whole point of the enemy. See, Adam and Eve, they weren't ashamed when they went into the garden. The shame happened after they knew when God told Adam, do not eat of this fruit. And all of a sudden, Eve eats it, Adam eats it, and then God comes asking for them, comes back into the garden, and all of a sudden now they recognize that they're ashamed. Why? Because they did exactly what God told them not to do. But who deceived them? Where did the deception come in? Satan. Satan wants to take control of your thinking. He wants you to believe that you are like God. And so for you to recognize the attacks, to recognize the things around you, my friend, this is a continual process over and over and over again. But the more that you become aware of the attacks and you have the awareness, the more you have the, the, the weapons, right? As it, as it talks about in scripture where it has the, you know, all the, the, the weapons, the, the six pieces around you, the helmet and the sword and the belt, and the breastplate, all these things around you. That is what he's talking about 
He's given a physical, he's given a, 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 a image for us to understand about being protected by the armor of God, of who God truly is. Again, Satan doesn't want you to know who God is. He wants that sin that you're stuck in right now to keep gnawing at you. Hey, like, you, uh, God, God will never forgive you of this. He'll never forgive you of that. And those stories and those things inside your mind of God will never forgive me of this, I want you to consider God already knows what you've done and that he has already forgiven you. The problem is you can't see this and your heart, your condition of your heart is still hardened because of the guilt and the shame. But as you turn away from the enemy, as you turn away from it, and you recognize the reason that God did die on the cross, the whole purpose, the whole purpose was for him to die for what you've done. Because God knew exactly what you would do. He knew what we would do. That we are sinful And that by sending his only son to die on the cross for your sins so you can be forgiven. Why? Because he wants you to understand the love that God has for you. The love that he has. Who he is. He wants you at the table with him. He wants you there. He doesn't want you to be separated from him. That's the nature of who he is. You think about your child right now. You, if you have one son, doesn't even if you have multiple, but you, if you have one son and you sent him out to die on a cross, to take all the whips and the lashes for every single human being to ever walk the earth, to, to, to bear the weight and all the sin that me and you all committed, Consider the love that this God we serve truly has for you. And this is a continual process of understanding and going through the layers and the layers and layers to truly understand it. But once you see it, my friend, once you know the nature of who God is, man, things really shift inside your life. It's impossible to go back to the way you were. And you then begin to get to have a relationship with God to go through your attacks, to go through where you're at inside your life. And my friend, it's important to check yourself. Because you will see men who are stuck in the same position their entire life is because the enemy has them wounded. And it's like the moment they stand back up, sin comes back in, knocks them back to their knees and they're down on the ground again. And they are so separated from God because that's exactly who the Satan, who the devil wants to take control of. So this is why the more work you do, my friend, the more you get, the more you build and the more you are exposed, the more you are around people, the more the attacks are going to come. But I want you to consider that an opportunity 
This is an opportunity to draw on God's power and to turn away from the enemy. Because again, the more you do, the more you become Christ-like, the more attacks are going to come on your life. And you have to be prepared and aware of what's happening. Because if you don't, the enemy, again, is going to attack you where you are weakest. And it's going to bring you down on your knees. It's exactly what he wants. He wants you to doubt. It's important for you to turn away. So my friend, as we wrap up today's episode, I want you to consider is where right now are the attacks coming in your life? Where are you being attacked? Where are you being attacked? And it could be multiple. Take a sheet of paper, write it down, journal it down. Where are you being attacked? And what are the circumstances? What happens? Where are you when you get attacked? What are, what are, the, what are the circumstances around it? Get very clear. Take the next 10 to 15 minutes. Put some music on. Get clear. Get focused. And my friend, I even challenge you to do this on a daily basis. The next seven days, challenge you to the next seven days to write this down because the attacks never stop coming. It's like standing on the edge of a beach on the ocean. The waves and the tides never stop coming. The same thing with the attacks. The same thing with the spiritual attacks. So my friend, we're going to wrap up today's episode and we'll talk to you all on the next one of the Farmer on Fire podcast.